This is the Crazy Beautiful Life Podcast. I'm Bethany, but most people call me B, and I'm your host. From health and wellness, money moves, environmentalism, lifestyle design, and more, this podcast helps inspire you to live your most crazy beautiful life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Crazy Beautiful Life podcast. My name is Bethany, but most people call me B, and I am so excited to be posting this episode today on International Women's Day. International Women's Day is a day to celebrate all women. This means black, indigenous, women of color. This means cisgendered women, transgender women, able-bodied women, and disabled women, slim women, Chubby women, large women, small women, all women. I love this day. I love seeing so many incredible people come together to celebrate such an awesome group of people. That group of people is women. I love it. It's so, so, so exciting. Today, I wanted to come at y'all with just a really free and open conversation about International Women's Day, about what it means to be assertive, about finding your empire. I have no notes for today. And I've actually received a lot of feedback that y'all love it when I don't have notes and when I just sort of go for it and I just say whatever comes up. First, I want to address the elephant in the room, and that is I'm not using my good microphone because it is being strange. I don't know how to fix it, and I wanted to get this episode up for y'all. So I'm literally recording on a pair of iPhone headphones. (laughs) So yeah, audio is going to be a little bit different today, but I'm so excited to chit-chat with y'all today about International Women's Day, about finding your tribe, about building your empire, and about being informed and assertive. Let's roll the Bees Estrogen Empire intro. Welcome to Bees Estrogen Empire. The Estrogen Empire is a brand new series focused on breaking down various topics in women's health. It's time for us to create an empire of women who are informed and assertive and can advocate for their health and the health of women around the world. I'm Bee the host of Bee's Estrogen Empire, and I'm very privileged to have a voice and feel confident enough to discuss these topics. I would like to take a moment to recognize that not all women have female anatomy, and not all female anatomy classifies someone as a woman. The Empire will use evidence-based information to guide topics and discussions. All references will be included in the show notes, and I'm so excited that you're here to join the Estrogen Empire and the movement that we are about to create. Welcome along. Wow. So the last few months for the crazy beautiful life, crazy beautiful movement, the estrogen empire, they have just been so incredible, so magical, and so, so, so special. And I just wanted to chit chat about that a wee tiny bit. Throughout February, I offered free Crazy Beautiful Movement classes every single Thursday morning at 7.30 a.m. And I am just, I'm just blown away by the amount of you who took advantage of these free classes, who showed up at 7.30 a.m. Also, the amount of you who did them on your own time. I posted all of the links for all four weeks of Crazy Beautiful Movement 
in the Crazy Beautiful Life Facebook group. So you can go back and you can do those exercises. You can do those workouts whenever you want. But I feel like that was just such a good way to really just fuel my fire again and fuel my passion and really just help me remember why I do this. And the reason why I do this with the Crazy Beautiful Life and all the things that are all encompassing of that is I just, I genuinely want to bring people together. I want to bring people together in a positive and uplifting and inspiring way. And throughout the month of February, I had so much fun teaching those free Crazy Beautiful Movement classes. I know you guys were sort of curious what's next and there is more coming for Crazy Beautiful Movement. I'm, I'm not stopping anytime soon because I just I love exercising with people. I love sharing this space with y'all. I love helping y'all understand your menstrual cycles and how your, you know, your cycle impacts your athletic performance, your injuries, your rehabilitation, how you should be exercising in accordance with your menstrual cycle. Those are all things that I am just so passionate about. And I love teaching y'all about that so, so, so much. So that was something really, really special that we did throughout February as we brought people together to exercise in an empowering and knowledgeable and effective way. So that was really, really cool. Throughout February as well, we had some freaking awesome guests on the podcast. And I just want to touch upon a few of those uh, right now. So in the month of February, we had Dr. Mary Ellen Tedeschi on the, on the pod. She is a naturopathic doctor. We talked about gut health, hormones, acne, skin, and all of the things. It was such an informative and educational episode. And I absolutely loved recording with Dr. Mary Ellen. It was really cool to come together with another woman who is in the health and wellness world and healthcare. Um, naturopathic medicine is obviously a regulated healthcare professional, and so is a registered kinesiologist. So I just I absolutely love connecting with other women who are in the field and other women who are just dedicated to making an impact and empowering women and educating them and helping us get to know our bodies more and heal our bodies naturally. And that was just such a good episode that I did with Dr. Mary Ellen. On March 1st, so not technically February, I posted an episode with my good friend Ingrid and Ingrid is just a force. Like that's the only way that I can describe Ingrid. She is a force. She is so powerful. She's so lovely and genuine. And we posted an episode all about being a woman and, you know, being the only woman in the room at some points throughout her life. We talked about finding solitude. We, we talked about solo travel and being alone and intimacy and all the things. And it was just such a special episode. So I love doing that throughout um, the month of February. Ingrid and I were planning that and it was so special to just see that come together in such an incredible way. Through February, we also brought the Estrogen Empire together. And since today is International Women's Day, this is the last day of the menstrual product drive that I had been facilitating on behalf of Moontime Sisters. In February, I had the CEO of Moontime Sisters Ontario come on the podcast to talk about period inequity in Canada, and it was such a powerful episode. Veronica shared all the reasons why there is so much period inequity in Northern Indigenous communities in Canada and why it's critical that us here in the South try and help in any way that we can. 
from February 15th to March 8th, I collected menstrual products that will be donated to Moontime Sisters. And Moontime Sisters is going to ensure that all of those products end up in the hands of those who need them most. I'm not going to tell you guys yet how much we collected because I'm still waiting on a ton of donations coming my way. I have a bunch of donations waiting for me in Camelford. I have some waiting for me at work. I have uh, one of my friends bringing by a bunch of donations tonight. So once I have the final numbers for that, I will let y'all know how much of an impact we made, how many menstrual products we collected. And I just think it's so cool to see when we bring the empire together when women truly work together and truly support each other, there is so much that we can accomplish. I am so excited to show y'all what we accomplished during our menstrual product drive. And I'm just so looking forward to passing these along to Moontime Sisters and allowing them to work their magic and do their thing and make sure that they end up in Northern Indigenous communities in Canada. Another way that we brought the empire together in the last wee while was last night on Sunday, March 7th, I hosted my first paid, so this was my first event where there was a fee associated with it. So I hosted my first paid event, which was called Empowering the Empire. And this was an evening dedicated to exercise, meditation, and empowering all of us. It was an International Women's Day event, so I provided some history about International Women's Day different feminists throughout history who have made a really big impact. We pushed ourselves to do an incredibly challenging workout. We had an all-female playlist. We had positive affirmations. It was just amazing. And I'm sitting here this morning, and I'm just like, holy shit. Like, last night was so incredible. And just sharing that space with y'all, and, and for every single one of you who came last night, thank you. Thank you so, 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 so much. Every one of you who came last night went home with my new ebook, Empowering the Empire. But if you didn't come last night and you did want to grab hold of that ebook, send me a DM. It's only $7. You can pay via e-transfer or PayPal. And Empowering the Empire is all about journaling for the purpose of empowerment. So there are tons of journaling prompts, affirmations. I share a little bit about my journaling story and how I got started with journaling. I also talk about my turning point, which a lot of you guys sort of recognize that throughout early like summer-ish of 2020, I went through a massive transformation. Mind, body, soul, everything. Like I literally had a glow up. <laughs> I know that sounds so cliche, but I did. I had a massive glow up in, you know, I would say like May until August of 2020, I experienced a massive glow up. And I talk about that glow up, the glow up in the ebook. And I'm just, I'm so excited to have finished that ebook. I'm so excited for all of the women who attended my event last night who already have it. But if you wanted to grab that ebook and get your hands on it, send me a DM on Instagram. It's at bee.spiers or at bspears. Send me a DM. It's $7. If you want that ebook, if you want to start journaling, learn about how journaling and how affirmations can literally change your life then yeah send me a message and I will get that book in your hands ASAP it's just really crazy thinking back over the last like literally we while like throughout February in the beginning of March how 
all of these women all around me have really just come together and empowered and built a literal empire. Like we, like, I just, I can't stop thinking about it. Like all the incredible women I had on the podcast, like Veronica, Ingrid, Dr. Mary Ellen, like all of the women who donated to my menstrual product drive, all of the women who came to my free workouts, all of the women who came to my event last night. Like I am just, my, my cup is so full. My cup is so, so, so full. And I'm so grateful for every single one of you. If you are listening to this podcast right now, I freaking love you. I'm so grateful for all of you who continue to support me, who continue to show up, who continue to be interested in all of the things that I have to say. I love you guys. It's interesting as well because I like to think back to a time when I really didn't feel like I had an empire. I really didn't feel like I had women supporting me. I think back to different points throughout high school and different points throughout university where I genuinely felt like, like, like screw women, like women are mean, girls are mean. I'm going to hang out with guys instead. And if you're in that space right now where, you know, girls are not the kindest and maybe you're not the kindest, maybe you're like, you don't really like empowering and uplifting other girls either. Maybe seeing other women being successful and maybe seeing other women being awesome and doing great things makes you feel a little bit small. Or maybe other women are seeing you be successful and seeing you be awesome and they're making you feel small. I've definitely been in a time where I was not a big fan of women. I felt like because I have such a large personality and because I take up so much space that there were so many women trying to make me feel small. Throughout university, there were always random little cat fights with random little bits of women here and there. And that's when I was an adult. And also, you know, putting myself out in the online world and posting the way that I do and sharing and talking and being so open means that a lot of women have the opportunity to be not so kind. When you put yourself out there, whether it be in the online world, whether it be in your workplace, whether it be in school, university, whatever it is, when you put yourself out there, you do sort of have to prepare yourself for a little bit of backlash. There are always going to be people who want to tear you down. And as I sit here and I think about this empire that I have created and all of these incredible women who stand next to me and hold hands with me, I can't believe how far that I've come. And if you're in that space right now where you're kind of like, women are mean, girls are mean, things suck. Don't worry because your tribe and your empire will come for you. Like I said, I don't have notes, so I feel like I'm kind of all over the place, but I just wanted to let you know that even if you feel so alone and you feel like you don't have that army of women supporting you, you do. They're there. 
And one day you will see it and you will see all of these incredible women who stand next to you side by side by side by side and hold hands and who are uplifting you and who are empowering you. I've really seen that in the last couple of weeks. And I especially saw that last night during my International Women's Day event, Empowering the Empire. I've, I've often felt, and I've been chit-chatting with some of my friends about this lately, just sort of being in, in isolation and being in quarantine and everything like that over the last year, I've kind of had this weird feeling of like, no one cares about me. And I know that's not true. It's just... No one has anything to talk about right now. No one's talking to each other because no one has anything to talk about because there's literally nothing going on. But I've definitely experienced times where I have felt so alone. And I have just been like, no one gives a shit. Why am I posting these podcasts? Why am I hosting these events? Why am I doing what I do? Nobody cares. And over the last couple of weeks, I really realized that I have so many awesome women cheering me on. The women who came to my event last night were truly some of the most special and some of the most important people that I could think of. And I'm so freaking grateful for that. So if you're feeling alone, if you're feeling like everyone's posting about International Women's Day with these huge armies of women and you don't have that, don't worry. Because you will and it will come. And the more that you pursue what you love, the more that you do what you love and actively participate in the thing actively participate in the things that you love, the closer you will get to finding your tribe. One of my best friends, Beck, she always says your vibe attracts your tribe. And that is so, so, so true. The vibe that you put out there into the world is the vibe that you will attract. So if you're looking at these photos of like 15 women together and you're like, I don't have that, trust me, you will. It will come. There will be a day where you will look around you and you will see like, holy shit, I found my tribe. My vibe attracted my tribe. That's definitely how I've been feeling the last couple of weeks. I've had this podcast for, I think, almost a year and a half. And like in October of 2021, it'll be two years. So I guess like just over a year. Anyways, I've had this podcast for a wee while and I kept getting into this headspace of like, why am I doing this? Like nobody cares, nobody listens. And then I'm like, holy shit, people do care. People really do listen. Like my listenership has exploded. I log on to my Facebook group and I see that there's almost 50 of us in this empire. I log on to my events and I see that there's women there supporting me and cheering me on and loving me and, and showing up and being there for me. And it's so cool. I've received some really powerful DMs lately of random women. Some of them I know, some of them I literally have never met in my entire life. I don't have any mutual friends with them. They're complete strangers. And these DMs I've received lately have like brought me to tears because knowing that I have an impact on y'all is one of the greatest gifts I could have ever asked for in my entire life. So if you're feeling alone on this International Women's Day, trust me, there is an army of women around you. There's an army of women supporting you and cheering you on and wanting you to succeed. 
And it's not always about quantity, but quality. If you're feeling alone on this International Women's Day, know that I am genuinely part of your tribe. I am cheering you on. I am watching you succeed. I am clapping my hands as you strut your way through life. I am literally here for every single one of you. So happy International Women's Day. Thank you for the impact that you have made through the menstrual product drive, through listening to the pod, through sharing my content about periods and menstruation and different feminine issues and concerns. Thank you. Something I really wanted to touch upon in this International Women's Day podcast is the idea of being assertive. Now, in the Estrogen Empire intro, there's that little blip that says, um, we need to build an empire of women who are informed and assertive and, and who can advocate for themselves and for women around the world. The word assertive is something that never really popped into my head until my last year of university when I took the women's health course that I talk about all the time. Honestly, my women's health professional, I want to have her on the podcast. I think I'm going to send her my women's health professional. I think I meant to say my women's health professor. Anyways, I want to have her on the podcast because she is incredible. And this course had such a big impact on me and my career and my direction and all the things. So my women's health professor, Dr. Sarah Gardner, she one time in lecture was talking about how women lack the capability to be assertive. And the word assertive never really came into my mind. I never really thought much of it. And she went on to say that women have to really be strategic about how we say things so that we don't get deemed as bossy or so that we don't get deemed as a bitch. I listened to this TED talk about the word bitch and the TED talk is called I am a bitch. I think you should listen to it. And the um, presenter was essentially saying how there is no equivalent for the word bitch when referring to a man. Like there is literally no equivalent. Like we all know what it means to be a bitch, right? But we don't, we don't have a word like that for a man. You wouldn't really call a man a bitch. Like there's no equivalent. And a lot of the times when we have, you know, women being assertive or, you know, being leaders and being confident, they get called a bitch or they get called bossy or rude. But we, when we have a man being assertive, they are a leader. They are confident. They're getting things done. They are checking things off the list. But when a woman does the exact same thing, when a woman is assertive, they're bossy and they're a bitch. When my professor, Dr. Sarah Gardner, was talking about this during lecture, I felt like my eyes had been opened. So I was like, holy shit, that's true. And she sort of went into talking about how we really have to filter what we say and how we say things and the tone that we use so that we are, you know, being nice and eloquent and kind and lovely and so that we're not essentially being perceived as a bitch. 
We don't have to change our tone when we're asking for things to be done. And because we're so concerned with being a bitch or being, being bossy or being rude, so many women never actually say what they want, what they need. And this trickles into so many different areas of our lives. Women lack assertiveness in relationships, in sex, in the workplace, in friendships, and especially in healthcare. Let's talk about assertiveness in a relationship and in sex, first of all. When I did my episode with Shayna, which you must listen to, go back, listen to my episode with Shayna. It's so powerful. Shayna is so fucking powerful. And Shayna and I were sort of talking about how so many women are so afraid to just be assertive and say what they want. Say what they want in sex, in the bedroom, whether it be with a man, whether it be with another woman, just in relationships in general. So many women are afraid to say what they want because women aren't supposed to be needy. We don't want to be needy. We don't want to say, I want this. We don't want to put ourselves out there like that and be perceived as bossy. And because of that, so many women are so unsatisfied in their sex lives because they're too afraid to be assertive and tell their partners what they want and what they like. Stop doing that. Stop being afraid to say what you want and what you like. It's not bossy. It's not weird. It's not promiscuous. It doesn't make you a slut. It doesn't make you whatever. You need to be assertive. And we need to provide space for women to be assertive and say, what do you want? What do you like? Instead of just, you get what you get and that's it. Be grateful. Be grateful for what you get. So many women are afraid to be assertive in relationships out of fear, out of literal fear of just their partners not receiving that assertiveness well. How often do we say, hey, do you think you could XYZ instead of, hey, I need XYZ done? Do you think you could, you know, touch my butt like this? in like a sweet, nice, different tone so that it's all sugar-coated and lovely and feminine. Or we could just say, hey, touch my butt like this. Be assertive. It's not weird. It's not rude. It's empowering. We need women to be assertive. Aside from relationships and sex, women are so afraid to be assertive in the workplace. And that is really where the whole bitchiness comes in. It's rude. They're bitchy. They're, they're bossy. And because of that, so many women in the workplace struggle to obtain that power and withhold that power while also maintaining a good relationship with their coworkers. I've totally experienced this in different jobs throughout my life where you really have to filter the way that you say things so that it's not bossy. You really have to go about it in a, oh, do you mind? Or when you have time or when you have the chance, instead of just being like, hey, can you do this? Can you get this done for me? 
We don't need to sugarcoat things, you guys. We don't need to filter and change the way that we ask for things so that we're not being perceived as bossy or a bitch. Because I guarantee you if a man says, hey, can you, a man says, hey, can you get XYZ one, XYZ done, they're a leader. They're confident. They're a goal getter. They're a go getter. In the workplace, it's definitely hard to find that ability to just be assertive. Just say things as they are instead of beating around the bush. Beating around the bush is so unnecessary. It takes up so much more time, so much more effort, so much more thought than just saying what we want to say. We need to make space in the workplace for women to be assertive, especially those who experience oppression, minorities, black, indigenous women of color. We need to make space for them to be assertive. We need to make space for them to say what they need to say without having to sugarcoat it, without having to beat around the bush, without having to walk around the park and just say it. The next place where women really experience an inability to be assertive is in healthcare. This comes in so many different ways, shapes, and forms. One of them especially is childbirth. During childbirth, especially where complications are present, it can be so hard to be assertive and say what you want, say what you need. Say what's working for you and what's not working for you. It's hard. I totally get it. But in childbirth, recently we have been inserting a lot of doulas into the picture so that doulas can help women decide what their options are, what they can and can't do. If a woman does or does not want this or does or does not want that. And in childbirth especially, it is so important to be assertive. Because childbirth is not only the birth of your baby, but it's your experience of birthing that baby. And women need to learn. We need to empower women enough so that women can be assertive during childbirth. And I think a lot of that comes in with having a doula, which just sort of acts as an additional decision maker, a cheerleader, your little support system. I think it's amazing. In healthcare as well, when we're experiencing different issues, whether it be hormonal, mental, physical, acne, whatever it is, it's so easy to go to the doctor and for them to be like, oh, it's normal. Oh, it's just your period. Oh, it's just your hormones. Oh, we'll put you on birth control. Birth control will fix it. And if women could be more more assertive and find it within themselves to say, I want an ultrasound. I want a blood test. I want an x-ray. I want further investigation. We could save so many women from having their experiences and their issues being completely dismissed. I don't know why people have made it so that It's rude for women to say what they want. It's rude when you're sitting in a doctor's office for you to say, hey, like, I understand you think X, Y, Z, but I would feel a lot better if blank. It doesn't need to be a, 
Do you think we should do blood work? Do you think we should do an x-ray? It needs to be a, I want to do blood work. I want to do an x-ray. I want to do an ultrasound. I want to do a stool test. I want to do a pap smear. I want to do whatever it is. If more women were assertive in healthcare, then more women would get proper healthcare that they need instead of continuously being dismissed, continuously having their issues written off as normal. There are so many times as well where you might do blood work and everything comes back normal. And your doctor's like, hmm, your blood work came back normal, so have fun with your symptoms. Everything's normal, but you still have those symptoms. If we could empower women to be more assertive when our blood work and our tests come back as normal, we can say, I want more. I want to know why I'm feeling this way. I want to know what we can do to manage the way that I'm feeling. If women were more assertive, maybe we, got, we could have more women being diagnosed with endometriosis early instead of the five approximate five-year delay in diagnosis. Maybe we could have more women speaking up about PCOS, vaginismus, vaginal stenosis. There's, there's so many ailments that women experience that we could catch earlier if we empowered women to be assertive. If in your life you encounter a woman being assertive and it makes you feel kind of weird, I want you to ask yourself, are they being assertive? Are they being a bitch? Are they being confident? Are they being bossy? Take a moment. When you see a woman being assertive, pause and think, are they being bossy? Are they being a bitch? Or are they just being assertive? Would I have the same reaction if this was a man? Look inwards, and I bet you'll probably notice that when you see an assertive woman for the first couple of times, it is going to make you feel uncomfortable. It is going to make you feel like they're being bossy or whatever because we're not used to women acting that way. But the days of sugarcoating, the days of can you, do you think you, should we, they're done. They're so done. The days of filtering our tone and the way that we approach things are over. We don't need to do that to get the message across that we want to get across. So when you see a woman being assertive, empower them, applaud them, encourage them, and ask yourself, how can I be more assertive? How can I be more powerful? How can I stop filtering the way that I say things and just say things the way that they need to be said? A lot of the times people will confuse being assertive with being aggressive. I've totally gotten that before. But there's a big difference between being aggressive and being assertive. Being aggressive is putting the person on the receiving end down. Approaching a situation with anger approaching a situation with, I am bigger than you, I am better than you, and you must do X, Y, Z. Being assertive is saying things as clearly as possible so that the task at hand, the situation, whatever it may be, is clearly on the table. It is black and white, and you are empowering the person on the receiving end. 
Because say, I don't know, you need someone to bake you a chocolate cake with sprinkles and you say, hey, I was really hoping you could um, bake me like, if you have time, if you have time, you could bake me this cake. It's chocolate. And I think it'd be cool if we added some some sprinkles maybe and um, it's for someone really important. So, you know, um, make it with a, a little bit of extra love. The person on the receiving end of that is going to be like, what the fuck? Like you, you've beat it around the bush so much when you could just say, Hey, I have a really important client for this client. They want a chocolate cake. They want the chocolate cake to have sprinkles on it. And they want it to be extra special because this is an extra special client, black and white. You are empowering the person on the receiving end because they now know how to do exactly what you want them to do. It's the same thing in sex. If, if you're having sex with your partner, whether it be a man or a woman and, or non-binary or whoever it may be, if you sort of say like, hey, I would, it'd be, it would be kind of cool if you could like, you know, put your hand here and um, like maybe like do this, like you're setting them up for failure. <laughs> Just be black and white. Say, put your hand here, do this. You're empowering the person on, re- on the receiving end because they know exactly what to do. They know exactly what is expected of them. You're empowering the shit out of them. When you are an assertive woman, you inspire other women to be assertive as well in the workplace, in relationships, in healthcare, in life, in situations, in everything. So that is what I want to leave you with today. My two main points are If you feel like you don't have an empire yet, take a moment to reflect, look around. I promise you, you have an army of women who are cheering you on. And if you're still feeling like women are mean and and women suck and girls girls suck and they're catty and drama and all of these things, just wait because your empire is coming. Your vibe attracts your tribe. And there will be a time where you can sit and honestly feel like you have a fucking crazy amount of people by your side cheering you on. The second thing that I want to leave you with today is be assertive. Say what you need to say. Don't beat around the bush. Don't filter it. Don't change your tone. Don't walk around the park. Say what you need to say. Be assertive. You don't need to sugarcoat it. Happy International Women's Day to every single one of you. If you are listening to this and you're not a woman, thank you for being an ally. Thank you for your continued efforts to uplifting women and supporting women. If you are a woman and you're listening to this, thank you. If you are non-binary and you are listening to this, thank you. International Women's Day is when we celebrate all women, black, indigenous, women of color, cisgendered women, trans women, straight women, gay women, LGBTQ plus women. We are celebrating able-bodied women, disabled women. We're celebrating bodies of all shapes, all sizes, all colors. We are celebrating women. We are empowering women and we are uplifting women. Happy International Women's Day. It is a beautiful life.